Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treat is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you landed here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got you. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because he's done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. Last week, they said the Bills were depleted. They were injured. Two weeks ago, they said it was too cold. Miami couldn't play in there. Everyone expected Miami to lose. This week, they said it was Lamar's time. Well, guess what, J.D.? The Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl, okay? Back to the Super Bowl, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back to back. That's what it is. Back to back. Hey, Vegas, look for us. We're coming. We already knew he was going. We was already getting ready. We already had our tickets, you know, already put together. So we know this. This this is what we represent. Sure, this this right here is my grandson. Hey, look. Go ahead. Show show him what you got. What, What you got on you? Patrick Mahomes jersey. Ah, that's right. That's how we do it, baby. Oh, yeah. The real one's got him. The real one's got him. I don't have mine on, but I got mine right here, buddy. Me and you. Me and you. That's how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how we've been doing. We've been watching, man. The game was such an exciting game all day. It was just, I mean, you know, play at the play. And we knew it. We said, And once we jumped out, Quick on them, you know. We were just sitting there, just talking about some of the things that we were doing. Right, we was just watching, you know, some of the good things Patrick was doing, the decisions he was making, getting the guys open, throwing the football to him. But this man, this this is. I told you, we was going up there for one reason, one reason only. Okay, going up there to get crab cakes and chin straps. That's what it is, crab cakes and chin straps. So that's what we're gonna do. But I'm sitting over here. I got a whole party of people here. All right, that who are celebrating the Chiefs. Hold on. Hey, yo! Uh-oh. See if you can span out to this thing. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> this, is how, this, is how, this is how it's done, by the way. This is the AFC Championship party. People have Super Bowl parties, but J.D., he, he's throwing AFC Championship parties. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, here's what we do. We go to the Super Bowl. That's where we go. Right? That's what we do, baby. <laughs> Chief, so. 
everybody's celebrating. This, it's my daughter. Her birthday was Friday, so they're doing a a, a theme, kind of like a uh, I don't know fantasy fairy. type. Of, yeah, fairy uh, type of birthday. Doing a painting and a painting sip. Okay. Painting okay. sip. So there's a lot of people over here. So I couldn't get everybody here, man. But everybody wanted to come say hi. That, that was my kids, but the ones you seen, they were okay. obviously that was wifey too. So, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's how it's awesome. done, you know. Some people do Super Bowl parties. Some people, because at Chief fans, we throw AFC Championship parties. We're throwing divisional parties. We're throwing Super Bowl parties because we know all those games are going to lead to a Chief Super Bowl party. So, oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So yeah, man. I just, you, you know, the thing is, no one going into a hostile environment like this in Baltimore. You knew it was going to be a tough game. You just knew that. But I said, and I made made this a point. I said, Spags knows what to do he knows how to play Lamar and those guys and he said the same thing he was when the, during the week he was talking about how much you knew about Harbaugh and the thought process and so when you went in and and you start seeing the pressure you start seeing Gaskin from different a- angles you know it was it was really confusing uh of you know Lamar and those guys and so they did a good job superb guy just you know just making tackles being in the places where they needed to be and so when it comes down to it, man, you just make more plays than the other team, and that's what it's all about. But I said, man, these, this this team did not blink whatsoever. And so that's the thing that we knew Patrick Mahomes had. Travis Kelsey, come on. Are you serious? Like, how was you going to stop that 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 duo between Patrick and, and Kelsey, right? Nobody thought that that, you know, as far as like that experience, oh, yeah, they got experience, whatever. Yeah, you see what experience done for you, right? You've seen that, okay? As that was the results of it. Kelsey just pulled off like an 18-week hustle of looking <laughs> a half step slower the entire season, and then we look up in the playoffs and he's uh, he's juking people out of their out of their cleats and, and and going for 115 when it matters. Yeah, yeah, Phenom- phenomenal game by him. Phenomenal game, but that's what that's what big players do. They make big plays in big games, you know, because he's a big dog player, and so. He just had to go out there, man, just reassert himself who he was. Everybody, like I said, was talking about how slow he was, this and that, how he's done, he's this and that. Well, he just showed you who he was, okay? He just showed everybody, who had, whoever had any doubt of it, and the same thing, like, you know, you know, Taylor Swift being shown, like people's getting tired of that. Why? Okay? Everybody celebrate. It's a great time right now. It's a great time to be a Chiefs fan. And so, what's the best way to get them to stop showing her? Being- <laughs> Shut them down. That's yeah. all it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Could not do it. Could not do it. So see you in two weeks, Taylor. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, the NFL is going to get uh, with two shows. Really got Usher at the halftime shows and the sporadic uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, oh, man, um, they're going to make it rain, dude. <laughs> like the Dell's house had like dollar bills and like confetti raining down from the ceiling when it when they went. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Somebody so- said, "Go ahead." No, I, I was saying that, you know, uh, the, the game plan started out, the game couldn't have gone any better. So we deferred a second half, three and out right out of the gate. We yeah. get ball. We drive down there. Probably one of the nicest balls. Obviously, we've seen a lot of uh, Travis Kelsey and Mahomes connections. But that touchdown pass, J.D., that was that was beautiful. I mean, you t- talk to us about how, how beautiful of a ball and, and pitch and catch that was. Oh, man. I mean, gorgeous. But this we, we, we've been seeing, you know, Patrick – just the laser focus that he had, like he was throwing some balls in there, man, and just like pinpoint accuracy. Uh, and so when you when you talk about you know the things that Patrick has, you know the intangibles, it's like staying cool and collective in 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 you know b- 
big games like this, certain positions, you know, and, and just having the experience. But yeah, man, you're talking about a, a beautiful ball. That's what he was throwing. He had he had a lot of that today. And so he was just, like I said, methodically just going through some of the things that he was doing, how to dissect the defense and just picking them apart. And so obviously, we, you know, we looked at, you know, some of the holding calls took us out of, you know, one of the touchdowns away. Yeah. But at the end, it didn't even matter. It didn't even matter. So bad calls, I think, by the way, anyway, on both of those, to be honest with you. It my, didn't matter because I didn't get the rice prop because of that that catch got called. Oh, <laughs> oh, whatever. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like all of them hit. Well, my rice went in over 23 and a half points that didn't hit. Yeah, but it, yeah. My rice, went, that was it, though. Yeah. Didn't, but, didn't um, matter. It, it, it's funny because it almost looked like a blend of um, – a couple years ago, Chiefs offense mixed with like new school Chiefs defense. So we had the, we kind of had the classic from like a few years ago where we would come out really hot and then we would kind of sit on a lead and then the other team would slowly just come back, come back and they tie it. And then, and then Mahomes would wake up and like kick a field goal or score a touchdown to win the game. This was, mm -hmm. it was that start, but the new Chiefs defense. So we had the hot start offense and then the Chiefs defense ain't like it was no comeback coming. See you, buddy. There for help. He's scrambling. He's going to shut the door for me. Oh. <laughs> Too much noise. That's good. That's a good grandson right there. Yeah. <laughs> but we, you know, we, we, we shut the door on him instead of instead of allowing a comeback because we didn't do much offensively <laughs> in the second half. Oh, sit right here. Hold on. Let me get, I'm holding. Let me get my, my little. Let me see Popeye's up. Yeah. Oh, wow. Just like that, huh? Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, wow. Huh? I didn't know it came down like that. Jamie. You got on a pull down? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's all about my boy Bob, man. I told you Bob put it together. I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. know it was a pull down like that. Yeah. Pull down, I thought, man. I thought it was a frame that just sat behind you. That, that, that's, that's, big, I that's big time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not that's kidding awesome. around with that thing. Not playing around, man. No, you're not. When you have something look that good, you know, you, you got to make sure it's right. Oh, yeah. yeah you got to make sure it's right. Easily so. accessible. That's not something you take off the wall. You have to just pull that down and up. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Talking about that. So, obviously, offensively, we look so good first half. I mean, just kind of, you know, the lo third longest drive in the Patrick Mahomes era. So, I thought that was great. 16 plays, 75 yards, nine minute drive. That was like a, a mix of, you know, kind of the, honestly, Tasia, it was, that drive specifically looked like an Alex Smith Chiefs drive from back in the day where we would kind of like matriculate the ball down the field. And that's what it looked like, but in the new Patrick Mahomes kind of twist on it. Um, First half looked great. Second half, and obviously our defense, we know our defense dominates second half. So after, outside that touchdown they had, second half, combined scores, three, nothing, Baltimore. They scored three points. We had zero points. A lot of three and outs in the second half. Um, what I saw your tweet, JD, you talked about you didn't really like the lulls that was going on in the second half. Now, I was kind of getting scared. Yeah. About that. I was like, oh, at some point they might score a touchdown here. But luckily our defense just, you know, everything we talked about finally came together. First half offense was back. Defense played a full a four quarter game, uh, but what did you see offensively? That what, what was different? What did they do differently against us that stopped our offense from moving the ball down the field uh, in the second half? And what didn't you like what, what we saw? What you saw in the offense in the second half? I, I think we were just kind of you know kind of taking it lazy fair a little bit. It, it just didn't seem like we were like attacking like we should have. Like we didn't like the first half we were on the attack and you knew like he was trying to push the ball down the field. And I think that was part of our problem because we didn't try to push the ball down the field the second half like we should have. It was good that we got that last throw. I think that I think that play, to be honest with you, was probably there all, that, all game. 
you know, especially the second half. And so we 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 try to play a little bit more, um, you know, throwing to the back out the backfield. Patrick was kind of getting to him a little bit late. Uh, but I think if we would push them deep, come back some some curls and whatnot, we easily could have hit them a little bit better than what we did. It's almost like the same to Justin Watson, him going in motion and coming and catching that football. I didn't see enough of us running motion with the, our wide receivers or, or Kelsey to get open. I didn't see enough crossing routes that we were doing that Rice can really get, you know, kind of get open and do his his due diligence on things, right? And do his damage. And so I just some of the things I just didn't like. I didn't like some of the the, the play calling like in the series, some of the uh, the runs in itself as well. Um, should have should have been happening a little bit more play action, maybe under center to open these things up. Uh, and so that's what that's what I was I was I was kind of upset with it because I'm just saying it looked like we just went in from a whole different game plan second half. We really did, and I just I couldn't understand it. I couldn't quite understand what the thought process was as far as what you want to attack with this defense because they were still giving you zone and then they give you a little bit of man. What, what do you do with man? You run a lot of pick routes, crossing routes. Those are the things you do, right? Flood, all those things. You got Kelsey, you got Rice. We got guys that can win one-on-one. And so I just didn't feel like we took advantage of that the second half. What do you think? Harbaugh, Harbaugh said it real good. Uh, they did a better job of clamping um, – uh, filling the run uh, gaps and then clamping the screens, the quick passes. And they, they did a better job of that in the second half for sure. Um, and we weren't really throwing a lot of balls even past the line of scrimmage. Most no. of them were just quick drops. And what was even harder was Cree kept throwing those damn uh, snaps into the dirt, so that, that took a little time off the ability to get the ball out of Mahomes' hands even quicker, especially on a quick little screen like that. Right, right. So we've talked about that, J.D., because it's been a kind of a continuous thing. All throughout the season, it's been sporadic, the, 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 low, the low snaps. But it seems like the last three weeks, and I thought I was attributing – to the cold weather, maybe Miami uh, or Buffalo game. But this game, we saw the low snaps happen a lot. Obviously, slick weather out there, but it's been happening a lot this season. What do you attribute the low snaps to? Probably him not following through. He's him probably thinking about blocking in the blocking scheme, trying to get up on your man quickly, especially when you have and, – and, and look, these last three weeks, he's had some monsters in front of him, okay? So, you know, we got we to gotta make sure that we – you know, trying to give him a little bit of grace there. Uh, but here's the thing, though. Patrick was able to get each and every one of them. Yeah. So he knows, you know, for a quarterback to know your center, that sometimes they might be a little bit low or whatever. You know, Patrick was still – look, he's a baseball player, right? He's a baseball – we keep saying that. He's a baseball player. My grandson, he's a baseball player. That's why I tell him all the time. But he was getting low. He's catching He's catching the ball, pulling it up, and getting the ball out. Uh, but like you were saying, uh, Tasia, you know, that throws the timing off of the quick routes. Like when you're talking about doing curls and the hitches and stuff, like you you need immediately to get the ball out of your hand. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just think we just, you know, we didn't attack the spacing the second half like we should have. And so because we do run a whole lot of screens, right, wide receiver screens, running back screens, tight end screens, they were playing that. And I, and I, guarantee, I guarantee, like somebody says, S. Peterson says, very conservative second half. No doubt about it, conservative. And I think we should have just had a more of an attack approach like we could, we could have blown this team out of the water the way our defense was playing. Seriously, we should have went up easily twenty four to seven on these guys, easy. And so you know we just it it just seemed like we let these guys hang around a little bit too much. And I hate when you let teams like this hang around, especially a talented team as Baltimore has, right? And so you start seeing at the end they start hitting the, some of the deep routes, throwing to the wide receivers. Uh, but what about that one man? Like just. 
bad play on Zay Flowers. Like, dude, act like you've been – see, that's what I'm talking That's the experience. Like, act like you've been, you know, like you've been somewhere before. Because you hurt your team by doing that. And then all of a sudden you get down there, guess what, karma. You come down, trying to put the ball in. That's a great play, uh, just stripping the ball away, right? And so it wasn't us this week. It was us last week. McCole, but now it was Zay this week. Uh, but that was, that was a heck of a play. That was a heck of a play. Uh, but all those things, man, affects the team, especially in a game like this. You cannot make mistakes. You just can't, especially with you know with the stakes are this high. You just you, you got to keep your head about yourself. You just have to. Uh, but we see that man. There's a lot of chipping. There's a lot of pushing out there. Uh, you know, I, I call the leg whip on on Chris Jones. It, it, you know, he completely wet, leg whipped him. That's why Chris was limping. That's two Kicked points right there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, the, the guy, the, the the guard was tackling Chris all day. He was all around his, his waist the entire time. It was holding uh, George up in his, in his shoulder pads. Like, the, I mean, I'm talking about a blatant holding going on, right? But, hey, man, whatever. We got the win. That's all that matters. It's all yeah, that I will say the, the refs did a pretty good job of not really, you know, calling a lot of fouls. A lot, most of the fouls they called were personal fouls, like, you know, like, you know, the roughing the passers, um, yeah. the taunting calls. Mostly that there wasn't a lot of like they only really call a lot of holes. I mean, yes, on the Trey Smith one, the, the touchdown before the half, the, the two in a row there. Uh, but that was pretty much it. The refs kind of let them do their thing. So the whole narrative of the refs, uh, a cheat for the Chiefs, that really was was kind of washed out today. I know some people still, still try to go with that, but there really wasn't much of that whole stuff going on today. Uh, yeah. What is since we're talking offense? I, I was curious, uh, JD. Uh, we could have taken the points and gone up ten earlier on in the game. But mm-hmm. we go for it on that fourth and one play there where a lot of people thought we should have challenged it. Uh, I think they came back from commercial break and they said that it was still short. It was a good spot. Um, what did you make of that play call? I wasn't mad at it. I, I, I really wasn't mad at it. I, I, I just probably would have preferred having a lead blocker. And I, I'm just trying to use from memory how, how it all worked out. But it seemed like we were bringing coming downhill with Pacheco, but it didn't seem like we had anybody lead and kind of open up the hole a little bit. Uh, but I, I, I wouldn't matter at that. I, that's what I'm talking about being aggressive. So I'm like, yo, you know what? Good, good call. Go ahead and go for it. Why not? Like, especially when you you're behind enemy lines, you got it. You got to bring it to them. You got to bring the fight to the team, the home team. And so I think that's what any of them did the first half. That's why I said the first half looked totally different than it did the second half. Second half, it just seemed like we just kind of sat back, like, oh, okay, let's not make a mistake. Let's let's not do that. And I'm like, no. What I say, you got to do what with your feet. Got a foot on, on their necks, and do what? Oh, all right. I forgot. <laughs> you keep a foot on the neck. You keep his foot on the neck, right? So you put two of them on it. Choke them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Choke them out. Choke them out. Okay. <laughs> so you gotta get them. You gotta kill them. You gotta get them. <laughs> <laughs> So, Tate, what did you notice uh, offensively um, in this game or I, did you, the play call that we're talking about? Yeah, I was just going to say, too, it's funny about the second half is as conservative as we were and, and, you know, as effective as their defense was, we still beat them in time and possession in the second half by over three minutes. So, considering I think three of our drives went for under 10 yards um, and that last one was by far our best one and it was a kneel down drive. That was our 50. That was our longest, longest drive of the second half, 50 yards. I think our other ones, I think our other longest drive was 32 yards. The other one went for seven, uh, four, and seven. So we had three under seven yards or less. 
you still beat them by a three. Even if you take that last drive out of the game, actually, let's say that net drive never happened. We still beat them by time of possession by over a minute. So um, kudos to them for even like making the time go. We, we knew our defense is really good and it could slow them down enough to the point where they're not going to be able to score as many times as they need. They need to score. Um, Sneed. I mean, is that justice for uh, that McCall Hardman uh, fumble from last week or what, man? I mean, my, my goodness. Um, that was incredible. Um, I said it uh, on Twitter. Third downs were going to be like everything in this game. And they were three of 11 and we were eight of 18. Uh, neither team can convert third and longs. I think they combined for 0 and 7. I think we were 0 and 5. They were 0 and 2. Yeah. Um, we were 0 and I think we were 0 and 4 going into that last, like, third and whatever, that 17, 19 play. And we didn't get that one either, obviously. So I think we were, we ended 0 and 5. Uh, yeah. 0 and 5 for the game. But uh, third down was the thing, man. It, 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 we extended the drives. We took time off the clock. We took out their time of possession by 15 minutes. Wow. And we had the ball for a whole other quarter to them yeah that is that is incredible if you think about that man it, it really is um neither what i i thought i thought they got and we talked about this on our betting show the, the best thing to do would be to score early and make lamar and and their offense think that they're gonna have to just match mahomes yeah. half the pass and they, right. they felt they kind of fell into that trap a little bit they averaged 5.1 yards a carry they should have ran the ball a lot more they were never. They were never totally. It's not like they were getting blown out by twenty-one points. And they had to abandon the run. They didn't have. They never had to abandon the run. They could have just kept doing that. But you know, um, but I think. I think with that, uh, where their, their yards were coming was because it was like the the you know second and long, and you know obviously Lamar would get a little bit. He'll get a little bit here and there, but I think because what we were doing to him the first half, they were scared to run the football, and they knew it wasn't really it wasn't really working against us. You know, because they weren't really gashing at the first half. It wasn't, it wasn't doing too much. Second half is where they started making a little bit more of their change on uh, on running the ball. Crazy stat. Mm-hmm. Mahomes had as many rushing attempts as Raven running backs. Wow. Love really? that. Yeah. 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 I mean, Edwards had that one long run, and they never went back to him again. That was yeah. wild to me. That made no sense to he me. Had three uh-huh. for tw- he had three for 20. Made no sense. I thought they were going to really hammer it down with, with Gus Edwards. We, we've had a hard time. We talked about this before on the show. We have a hard time traditionally with bigger backs. We have a hard time with the bigger backs. Three carries, he had one carry for 15 yards, and they, they went one, one or two more carries with him the rest of the game. I mean, crazy. But but I, I said that. I said, you know, once if, if something's not working, they will abandon it. And first half, it wasn't really working that much, that well. And so when you start getting a couple of stuffs, it's like, okay, we got to look at the passing game. And it just changed the whole trajectory of the of, of the entire game, watching that. And so when Lamar couldn't really get out and get any, any yards, and then if your running back just hits one or two, it's like, okay, what do we need to do? And it was hard to figure out because Spags is just doing a whole lot. He was just giving Lamar a different look each and every time. Because I was sitting back in just watching, you know, because how he was just playing him. He was baiting him. And so I said this also to Lamar, he's going to give one up. And he did. He gave that one up in the end zone. I mean, completely threw it under, you know, uh, under throwing. But that was just a great play. That was a great play. You know, you're throwing it in, in 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 three guys around you. I mean, that's that's the frustration that you would see, uh, and that started that started messing with them. The Zay Flower one first, is, I think that started that whole thing out. Zay Flower was getting the uh, the, taunting uh, uh, the taunting call, 
right? Then the fumble. Then they come down, driving. Then it's the interception. And I'm just like, there it is. It's it's hard mentally, you know, to put that to the side, especially on a game like this, and try to come back with a very stingy defense. And it's hard. It's hard with, you know, when I know you were talking about third and long. Uh, when you have two of the great defenses in the NFL, it's always going to be tough, you know, yeah. getting, you know, um, you know, getting those third longs anyway. Yeah, I, I thought the uh, the one thing that really stood out to me. Uh, so obviously, you talked about the uh, the turnover. So the we had the sack, the strip sack, and the, when I when watching that, I really thought of watching that Steelers game, uh, the tape that we looked at this week. And look, a lot of what we did was was what the Steelers did in that game. Um, the strip sack Amanda who had, I hope Amanda who's going to be fine for the Super Bowl. Uh, the yeah. injury looked, it looked kind of rough. They didn't really talk about it after he was ruled out for the game. The pick that we had at the end of the game, there was also a pick earlier on that game that Bolton had that went right through his, bounced off his chest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were really putting him in like big predicaments. He was having to make tough throws, and that's what you said this week, JD. You want to get, you want, you want to get Lamar. You got to make him have to throw precise throws, and that's right. That's what you said. Yeah. Um. So one guy stood out to us. Uh, we talked about him. We gave we gave him his flowers last week, and it's a guy who's received probably the most crap from any player on the team this year. Uh, he went from his name MVS. Yeah, he had fans. Some fans called him MVS, mm-hmm. and then the, and then and then the, today, or actually a couple of days ago, I, I I thought of the name MVS. So he, the guy went from MVS MVS to MVS. Yes, right. And MVS, and he, he turned up today. Thirty-two yard catch at the end of the game. Probably harder harder catch than any draft that he had this year. And he came up big. AFC Championship game, two years in a row, this guy stepped up. JD, what do you got to say uh, for MVS kind of turning around and, and turning it up in the postseason? Look, th- th- this is this is part of why you get paid though, that type of money, okay? You're expecting a guy like this to show up at some point. And that's, and I, that's one thing I, I kept reiterating is, look, we can't put this guy at the end of the bench. All right. He's got to be able to do something. And so if it's just little things to get his confidence for him to come out and make plays, that's what he ended up doing. And so he's, he's been big the last couple of weeks. That was a huge, huge catch. And so he was, he was doing things to kind of drop, but matter of fact, he caught one over on the sideline too. Yeah. So he's, you know, MBS man, look, if you show up, make a, a, a big play, in the game when we need you, like you did last year, you showed again this year. Hey man, MVS man, that's what we needed. That's exactly what we needed. We need everybody. We need everybody to to put in, to contribute to what they're doing for this win, man. And MVS man, I, I just it's 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 good to see him getting this type of uh, glory. Like you said, getting his flowers right now. All right, because he's had a rough a rough year, but that doesn't matter. Right now, playoffs is a whole different season. That's how it works. I mean, he's really put put himself into this like f- like playoff legend in Kansas City history, which is I mean, usually guys who are playoff legends or playoff heroes. They you know they they have big time big time seasons at some point during the year, but he's become really specifically offensively. I mean, I think his numbers in the in the playoffs. I think he's already surpassed his maybe his yards or his catches that he even had in the uh, in the regular season. And that's I mean, that's saying that's saying a lot. And this is two years in a row of him stepping up in probably the biggest game of the year for us. Tyreek Hill tweeted, tweeted, what do y'all got to say about MVS now? Yeah, nothing. Hey, congratulations. That's what I say. Congratulations, MVS. You're going to the Super Bowl, baby. And all because of you. Catching that last one, it's all because of you right there. I said this thing last week or the week week before that. Big-time postseason performances erase Mm -hmm. all regular season memories. 
And that's just how it is. And one big play, let alone what two big games. Um, I mean, that's that erases 18 weeks. They're all gone now. Um, <laughs> now? That's a little bit too far. That's a little bit no. too far. No, no. I, I, I just think that because of how rough it was that he was having at the very first time. I'm not saying I'm going to sign to a long-term uh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, 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 I'm, I'm just saying because it's the ball's coming. I'm sure people were holding their breath like, oh, he catches it like, oh, right. It's, you know, one of those things. But uh, look, I agree with you. Like the things he did now, it's like, look, we, we've seen that you do have the talent. You can do things and make plays. And so we can celebrate that. We can celebrate those things. Now, the criticism that was coming early. And, you know, I, I get how people were viewing it. Some thought he was kind of lackadaisical in his, his, you know, his approach, maybe not as apologetic as he should have been. Uh, so a lot of people won't let that go. I, I agree with you, Tasia. I, I get it. We forgive. We're not going to forget. How about we're that? not going to forget. We'll forgive. Yeah. Some of those things. Right. You know what? Yeah. It's funny what you just said, too, like about um, holding it breath. I, I felt like towards the end of the season, he was holding his breath when the ball was coming to him. I felt like he was almost locking up when the ball. He's like, oh, shoot, 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 shoot. I got to catch this. And I felt like in the playoffs, it was like a reset. He was just kind of playing ball. Loose. Yeah, he was loose out there, man. Yeah, the last year, the playoffs, he was loose. I mean, I got this. I got my yeah. ball. I got this. And he, and he got mm-hmm. it. Um, before we switch topics, I just want to – I was – Omenahu said I'll be ready for Super Bowl, first of all. Oh, that's good. Okay. Great news. Um, second of all, uh, OBJ Sr., uh, just said, uh, get my son a target or I'm releasing the tapes. And then afterwards, you said, my son deserves better quarterback play than that. You set him up for failure. Are you serious? <laughs> no, you're kidding. You're kidding. No, no sir. Wow. wow. You hear that? So, about said his dad said he, he needed to get the football more. What do you think? You don't know? Apparently, OBJ went to the locker room at halftime, incredibly throwing his helmet, incredibly upset about having zero targets in the first half. Get open. Wow. <laughs> Get open. Hey, they threw the ball to him second half. He was still he was still getting covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was, one yeah. catch. So we threw the ball to you. Didn't do anything with it. Well, OBJ, oh, you just you decided the Chiefs were interested in you. The Rams were interested in you, but you decided to go chase the bag, which is fine. But then at the end of the day, don't. Get mad when it doesn't go right. I mean, if you want, if you want to target, if you want the glory, the stats, you could have gone to a better situation than that. If, that, if that's that's what it was all about at the end of the day, you can't have a boat, you know. Well, I, I don't think I don't think it was a bad. I don't think it was a bad decision. I think he was right to go kind of go because he knew he was going to be the guy, in you know, in Baltimore at least. Uh, he he was part of the reason why they where they at, but yeah. he he's it's not like he was just blowing teams away. All year, so it's not like you know OBJ was catching ninety balls. Wouldn't like that. So he could be he could be upset all he want to be. Okay, I I tell him, boy, you get open then. How about you get open and catch the football? Sure, it's got to be a fake account though. There's no way that's real. It can't be. It's got to be a fake account. There's no way. There's no way. I can't confirm either way, but I mean, it looks. It said release the tapes because that he did he did it with uh, with Baker. His dad, his dad, that, that, that's why they said they released the tapes thing. When he was in Cleveland, they released. Uh, see, you, see you, buddy. Hey, bye. Yeah. Later, pal. Bye. All right. Go, so, go celebrate the win, my man. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Here you go. 
<laughs> I mean, it might, yeah, it might be him. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how much, if that's, if it is real, it's going to pick up a lot of traction in the next couple of days. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Uh, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this. Uh, Detroit's already scored a touchdown in the opening drive. Um, yes. San Francisco's driving right now. So, um, right now it looks like, uh, could be Detroit in the end. A lot, a lot of people are trying to write it off and say San Fran had a, it was going to be San Fran KC rematch, but uh, Detroit's really giving it to them. I want um, Detroit to win. For uh, so okay, two different things here. As far as a cakewalk of a, a of a better opponent for the Chiefs or the story of Detroit, who who do you uh, think we have a better shot against? Well, uh, actually, three reasons. Three reasons. Those two, of course, right? Uh, because their story in the to the Super Bowl. Uh, let's make it four. Uh, second, one, I think it's, a, it's probably a better matchup for us. Uh, third, I want to get them back from the very first game of the season. Yep. Okay. And fourth is because Dan Campbell and the staff that they have up there, man, which is a lot of guys that played in the NFL. I like to see them do well. And so uh, that's why I like Detroit. It's good for the city. It's good for the city, you know. And I, I'm, you know, I, I don't like, I don't like San Fran. I, I, I just, the whole, you know, just—I felt like they's creating this narrative. You know, Brock Purdy becoming MV, you know, the MVP and all these different things. I just didn't. No, oh, I, uh, that's why. That's it. Wow. So San Fran, that's a Detroit score in their first drive, and then San Fran drove it down there and missed a field goal. So oh, Detroit's man. up seven nothing uh, midway through the first quarter right now. Wow. Yeah. All right, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be an interesting one. Um, so sticking back to uh, the day, because obviously 17-10, this is a very defensive. People people were trying to compare the Chiefs to becoming the New England dynasty. You know, early years, New England was very defensive focused. Then they moved to the second half of the, 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 the dynasty of the Patriots, became more of an offensive focused thing. It's becoming a little bit different here where it's we started out offensively. Now we're becoming this defensive team and maybe kind of you know, a little mix of both. But today was a very gritty defensive game. Um, and this is probably one of the most dynamic quarterbacks, if not the most dynamic quarterbacks we'll ever see in the NFL. Um, and today uh, we have them 10 points. Uh, I think it was our lowest, out, lowest uh, scoring output of the season. Um, Lamar, we sacked him four times today, and I haven't I haven't uh, looked back to see how many times you sacked that much. But four sacks, two hundred seventy-two yards. I mean, I, at one point in the game, he threw he only threw five completions, and one of them was to himself. I mean, like our defense really played amazing today. JD, a lot of people were scared when Willie Gay was out. What did you think of the whole the way we spied with Leo Chanel, um, and just overall the how did the linebackers do things? A lot of people were just pinpointed on the linebacking for not being able to. Stick with Lamar. No, I, I think they did a good job. And and so Chanel came, he missed him on the one, but then you had Tranquil come up there and was doing the spy on him too. So very effective, very effective, just keeping him bottled up. And so that's what it, when we talk about integrity. These guys, they, they knew exactly what they wanted to do. And Spags made sure that these guys was communicating. So when you have a runner like, like you know, Lamar Jackson, uh, and you know he's he's very dangerous with his feet. You know, communication is so important as far as, like, making sure that everybody's on the same page with what they're doing. Uh, and so you start seeing Tranquil, like, you know, starting to him, you know, to mirror what his, his you know, his movement was. Same thing with Chanel, uh, Bolt, and those guys. But I said that's the thing that Spags had to do. He had to trust his coverage. And that's what he did. He did just trust his coverage. And so that was the, that was the big part for me is because guys was from getting some pressure. 
Menahu was getting some pressure. In, you know, uh, Kalafas was getting some pressure. Chris Jones is getting some pressure. And so when he got that push, uh, uh, Dana was getting some pressure. That was all those things important defensively. And so everybody knew what their job was. They knew what their role was, what it needed, what it took to win this game. And everybody was able to do it. Everybody was able to do it, man. Um, and I, I know they made Spags proud. I know they made Spags proud, man. So these guys, man, they've been they've been playing together all season. I think that's part of the problem was, I've said this, people had just not been talking about how good our defense is. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. They weren't giving them any props whatsoever the entire season. It just seemed like they're like, ah, well, okay, yeah, they're okay, they're all right. And before you know it, we got one of the top defenses in the entire league. Yep. So that's what that's that's what kind of enraged me because we just really didn't bring guys on defense up. We didn't bring our defense into it. So I just to hold Lamar and them to that many points. Come on, man. I mean, what else? What else? What else can you say? Who would you say is your MVP defensively for today's game? Oh, today for this game? Yeah. Hmm. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna say the D line. That's the D line, the entire group, because they they the ones that had probably the hardest job on their hands, and that was to generate pressure and push guys back. And I seen Chris Jones, I seen Kalafis get after, it. I seen Charles Menhu get after, it. I seen Dana get after, it. I seen Warren to try to come in and do a few things. And so when they was they was picking their times when they needed to get back there just to move Lamar a little bit, just to, you know, get, in, get his feet going so he couldn't be comfortable just throwing the football in second. So that's why I think I grew up front because I said for them, this was the challenge. If you get them, you stop Lamar, then you're going to win. And they did that. And that's exactly what I was looking for. They stopped the run when they needed to. So, and then the linebackers, of course. But, I mean, everybody played a good game. They did. Teja, who was your uh, MVP defensively? Um, I was trying to see if this is a, a season high for um, sacks allowed for Baltimore. So far, it's tied for the most uh, that I've seen. Um, I'd say um, I'd say Karloftis or or Reed. Man, Reed was all over the field. Reed, yeah, yes, bat downs. He almost had that pick after the bat down. Mm-hmm. He had a few stuffs. Um. He, he blitzed. I mean, he was, you know, he was he was all over, man. He was he came he came huge. Yes, he was tonight. So yeah, I, that's probably what I would lean toward. That's a good um, one right there. That's yeah, that that or, or I mean, it's hard to pick a guy a rusher from our team. I'd say Carlos He had some sick plays tonight, man. Uh, that hand move on that to get rid of that that tackle on that one, that little swipe. That was sweet, man. He's learning. He's getting better. He's getting better game yeah. by game, year by year, man. He's going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, it was yeah, it was awesome to watch. It really was. I, I think it's a combination of people underestimate our defense. And I think it, I think people also overestimated how poorly our offense has been. They they almost expected old Chiefs defense to come back and play bad, and they expected new Chiefs offense to keep playing bad. So they. It seems like when everyone picked the Ravens, they almost picked like the worst version of both sides of the ball for us. They thought the offense would continue not playing well, and they right. thought the defense would start playing bad. And they haven't all year, so why would they start now? I don't even get it. I mean, yeah, we had some bumps and bruises with Buffalo when they were running the ball, but, you know, 
and that's it. Like we re- readjusted to that in the second half. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I honestly, I think what, what my projected score was twenty seven seventeen. Um, I thought it was going to be headed that way in the first quarter. Well, actually, I thought it was going to be a really high scoring game first quarter when we scored. Yeah, it looked like and, it. And then they scored that bomb the the flowers. Um, I thought it was going to be a very high scoring game. Wasn't that at all? Um, uh, both teams combined for 27 points. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, combination of Carl Loftus, um, huge game for him uh, today. And then, obviously, yeah, I think Justin Reed and, and Jerry Sneed, those two guys really stepped in. And, of course, Deion Bush came thrusted in there right after Mike Edwards goes down. He comes in and gets a pick that's like two plays later. I mean, that was, yeah. that's, that was wild. I wasn't I mean, expecting that at all. It's crazy that's an upset because the Chiefs won. But, I mean, Baltimore from start – I mean, if you're a Baltimore fan, from start of the season to end of the season, they were such a dominant friggin' team. I mean, they killed other contenders. Like, they killed them. But like we said, we said this in our betting show, like, we've been here before and not enough talk about experience. Like, when, when the lights come on and Lamar's got all this pressure we've talked, he had a lot of pressure going to this game. Like, a lot. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know – um. I think even our mom was like, well, both quarterbacks have pressure. I was like, yeah, they, they do, but we've already won a championship. So right. that pressure automatically, that some of that air gets released out of a quarterback when he's already won one. You already got one. You did. You, you, your legacy's there as it is. Until you win one, man, your legacy is like incomplete as a quarterback, especially a, a two, now a two-time, unless they count playoff games, a two-time MVP winner. To not win a ring actually makes it, a bigger deal, right? Because then you might start becoming one of those regular season players and not a full big game winner in your career. And that's when your legacy starts kind of forming. It's it's yeah. unfortunate for them, but hey, I'm not I'm not complaining about that. Well, the thing is that so you you talked about two quarterbacks that 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 fit that bill that we've beat the last two weeks, right? Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Those are two guys who for all intents and purposes have been hyped up so much about how good they are. Then all of a sudden, you know, they run into a bus with the cheese and we put them to bed. Yeah. We put them to bed. And so uh, he had a lot. And when we said that we had a lot of pressure on him, like you said, uh, he had a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Shoot. uh, Ryan Clark was coming out there. You know, we need for you to win. Uh, different people, they putting all type of stuff. Yeah, we need for you to win to shut down uh, uh, Taylor Swift and Patrick Mahomes, you know, all of the, like everything he was just hearing, right? Highest paid uh, quarterback in the game. You got to win it this one. And so I, I just think um, the pressure on him uh, was real. And I think he felt that. Uh, he may not let on, but he's aware of it for sure. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I said, if he didn't hear it, I know somebody brought it to him like, hey, man, you know what they're saying? They said you got to win it for everybody. You got to win it so, you know, they don't show Taylor Swift on TV anymore. You got to win it for the city of Baltimore. You got to win it for, you know, so. uh, But I'm I'm, going to give you all a couple of. uh, So this is some of the guys, man, I played in the league with just talking about the. These are some of the uh, comments. The D absolutely balled out. Uh, Warfield said they're playing good, sound, aggressive ball on D. Uh, and one other one saying letting the front four eat and playing a bunch of cover two behind them. They were doing a lot of that. Said Cape kept eight in the pocket for the most part, forced Baltimore to play from behind all game. The D is nasty. That's, that's all it true. 
And these are these are these are what's the name? These are defensive guys that see saying these things. So they recognize, man, how good our defense is. And that's why I couldn't quite understand why everybody else couldn't really see how good our defense was. It wasn't really giving us any type of props for it, you know, in Spags. But it's a great win. It was an absolutely great win. Uh, and when you jump out on somebody immediately, hitting them in the mouth, Mike Tyson said that the game plan is out the window. <laughs> what do you do? Everybody got a game plan until you get hit. Yeah. And we just yep. start striking them jokers quick and early. Yeah. We you put know? them in a position that they've never been in all season, and we did all it season. early. And we did yeah. it real early. That's right. That's right. That was that was vital. It's paramount to our success. Yeah. Well, Flink Echo, the, uh, th- the three and out, the set the tone from de- to deferring in the second half, then right away getting a three and out. I think Romo he was even questioned on us uh, deferring right away. Like, no, I mean, like, no, we're going to stop them. We're going to get a ball back. We're going to score. And that's it. And, and that was the rest was history after that. Three and out and then setting up a tone for a 75-yard drive down the field to score. I mean, that's I – mean, it is what it is. It was a nice, what a nice way to set the tone. Um, but, yeah, so I guess now we're going to uh, leave you guys and let everyone get back to watch the NFC Championship to see where that goes. The Lions are up 14-0. Um First quarter is two minutes left in the first quarter. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, Gibbs, they, they can't stop Gibbs. He, he's, he's dominating them. He's a bad boy, man. He's a bad boy. Cannot stop him. Um, yeah. Can't stop Montgomery. Yeah, can't stop Montgomery either. <laughs> yeah. Can't stop anything, really. They can't, can't stop anything. And all offensively, they're really not doing much. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. As of right now, it looks like we're going to play the lines, but we're going to wait till Monday uh, for JD. JD and I will talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. Uh, but, for, that'll do, they'll do for us. Uh, for everyone who was new to Chief Concerns, you guys can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere, Chief Concerns. And Jay and I, tomorrow night, we'll be doing a live stream at 7 p.m. to grade the AFC Championship game and give a little bit of a preview to the Lions game or whoever we play. But that'll be more so for the next two weeks. We got, we got, we got a two-week buffer today to get previews for everybody, J.D. Well, a lot of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but now that does it for us. Guys, love you, fellas. Love everybody in the chat. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Love you guys. Crab cakes and chin straps. Crab cakes and chin straps. No, 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 no. Yeah. We ate, we seen, we conquered. Ah! How about those cheese? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. I'll see y'all later, man. Love later, you guys. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.